right, welcome to week number 123 of the Two Guys in the Fridays podcast. My name is Steven. That over there is Travis. Hey, Steve. What up? How's it going? You ready for to go to New York tomorrow? Uh, yeah, hopefully everything goes all right. This uh, snowstorm doesn't actually happen, and we'll be good to go. Meh, I'm not worried about it. I think we'll be all right. Trains are usually pretty good, I think. I think, I don't know. I've never had a problem with trains, but I feel like I normally see problems with trains when it's too hot. Too hot? Yeah, because it does something to the... Uh, Melts the wires? No, to the, I don't know, man, to the tracks or something. At least that's what I, I've heard. Hey, we're a TGIF podcast, but if you want to listen to a train podcast, if you go to Ashland, Virginia, and just like walk down to the tracks, there's probably like 85 people there that have a, a train podcast. And they know all about trains. I don't know anything about trains. Yeah, me neither. Um, so, yeah, uh, a few things to get out of the way first. Thanks to uh, Shannon for the theme song this week. Thanks, Shannon. And uh, make sure you're following us on all social media at TGIFCast. Uh, you can also send us emails, TGIFCast at gmail.com. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, do all that stuff on YouTube. Just search Two Guys into Fridays. And we'll be doing a show today about a, a couple episodes of uh, TGIF. But before we get into that, uh, let's look back at what was going on in the world 30 years ago. Now, these are episodes that would have aired when, Travis? Yep, so two episodes would have aired uh, Friday, January 24th, 1992, Family Matters and Baby Talk. Uh, Perfect Strangers is gone from oh, TGIF. No. I forgot. And Step by Steps on reruns. I did look, though. It's really weird. Perfect Strangers, so the rest of this season is on a different night, Saturday nights like we talked about. Mm-hmm. But I was freaking out because I thought it said that season eight tur- went back to TGIF yeah. this summer. TGIF, that doesn't come back to TGIF until next summer. So season eight, summer of 1993. You got to wait for it, but it is on TGIF. Oh. It's on the calendar, uh, but it is over a year away so, so what do we have like half a season to watch between now and then or pretty much yeah we okay. watch over the summer yeah all right i wouldn't um, say half a season third of a season okay uh so back on uh january the 18th 1992 i guess i don't know if i said 91 but i meant 92 92 uh the 49th annual golden globe awards aired and uh big winners that year um best drama was bugsy Best okay. uh, musical or comedy was Beauty and the Beast, the cartoon. Sure. Uh, actor Nick Nolte for The Prince of Tides. Actress Jodie Foster for Silence of the Lambs. And then we've got supporting actor Robin Williams for The Fisher King. Supporting actress Bette Midler for For the Boys. And best director Oliver Stone for JFK. Wow. It's a lot of stuff that was not number one, like didn't show up in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about any of those top. things, really. No. Maybe Silence no. of the Lambs, and that's about it. Maybe. And uh, Fisher King was, I think, had a week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I cool. think a lot of good movies came out that nice. year. Nice. Yeah, a lot of good movies. A lot of good movies. Uh, City Slickers won some stuff, too. And uh, Dustin Hoffman was nominated for Hook. I know we talked about that. That was number one yeah, for I mean, a while. Hook's awesome. Um, also, that week on the 19th uh, was the 1992 Royal Rumble. I think we've talked about it once before because this was the first Rumble where the WWE Championship was on the line and Ric Flair won the entire thing, eliminating Sid Justice with uh, help from Hulk Hogan. Did you say Sid Justice? Was that not his name at that point? Sid Vicious? Was it not Sid Vicious? I don't know. I, I think he changed. You, I th- you would know better than me. You know, now I'm doubting myself, but I think he changed back and forth like WCW and WWF, which would have made sense. Oh, no, no. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Wikipedia has him listed as Sid Justice. Justice, for, yeah. Yeah. I think he was vicious yeah, yeah. in WW, WCW and Justice in WWF when he was there. All right, all right. Cool, cool. 
Um, the uh, title wasn't on the line for the Rumble again for like 14 years or something later when uh, Ro- Roman Reigns that year. Yeah, well, I, I was going to say normally it's not the title that's on the line, but the title shot at WrestleMania mm-hmm. is on the line. So, yeah, that's it's a bit of a, a bit of a change there. Um. Yeah, 2016, they uh, had the title on the line in the match. And that was... I think, okay. it was, I think it was Reigns had his title like on the line for the entire match, and then uh, he got eliminated by Triple H, I think. Okay, that's not the one... Is that the one that we went to in Philly, or was that... Because that was for the... That was... Mm, no, because no, Reigns won the one we went to in Philly. Tri- right, so Triple then he H could go against, go against, what, Randy Orton in the... What ended up being the triple threat match at WrestleMania? I don't know. All right. All right. What about... uh, I think that's what happened. Movies, music, what was number one this week? Yeah, no changes. So um, music is... uh, Black or White is still number one. It's the last week. So next week we'll have something new. And then uh, Hand That Rocks a Cradle, still number one movie. That's got a couple more weeks left on it. Okay. Um, we do have a birthday, oh. uh, Wednesday, January 19th, Miss Jody Sweeten. Happy birthday, Jody. Hey, I hope you're doing all right. Stephanie Tanner. Uh, yeah. Happy so birthday. that's, that's what we got. Cool. So let's get into it. Like Travis said, we only have two episodes to talk about this week. The first one being Family Matters, season three, episode 15. The name of this episode is Jailhouse Blues. And it starts off, uh, you've got the whole Winslow family down in the living room, minus Carl. They're all cleaning. Carl's going to be back in just a few minutes and he's going to be bringing back Eddie's cousin, Clarence to the uh, house who we'll meet very soon. Yeah, and, and I was really trying to figure out what side of the family. I assume because Carl is Carl picking him up, up. It's Carl's side of the family, but we don't really get a, a clear. Yeah, that's a good point. Read on that. Um, so all the family is kind of just like talking about Clarence and how good of a kid he is and good looking and everything like that. And then uh, Carl arrives at the door. Well, actually, yeah, yeah. Carl arrives at the door. He uh, invites Clarence in, and. Uh, Quickly, we find out this is not the Clarence that the family has known in the past. No, nah, Clarence is has grown up and is a is a different different kid than we than we knew him as. Yeah, he quickly makes a joke about calling the Winslows the Partridge family. We go to the theme song. We come back, and uh, Carl is now introducing Clarence to uh, Judy and Richie because he's never met them before. And uh, he also tells the family he no longer goes by Clarence. Easy C is his new name. Easy C, and we also find out he's from Detroit. So Easy C from Detroit. And uh, it seems like at this point, Estelle is the only one that understands <laughs> any of the slang that uh, Easy C is using. Like he, she's yeah. getting it all per- uh, perfectly. No one else is, has any idea. Well, she's like translating for the rest of the family, too, because he's just he's talking almost exclusively in slang. And she she's translating for the rest of the family. Yeah. And I think here what happens is like he kind of goes off in the other room to like get situated. And then Carl tells the rest of the family, like, we got to watch out for this guy. Like he was at the airport trying to steal suitcases and uh, I'm not sure he's the uh, good kid that he used to be. Yeah. Carl says that he took six suitcases, but only two of them were his. And uh, at this point too, it seems like Rachel and Estelle, they're the two that kind of want to give easy C a chance, but like Harriet and Carl and I think uh, Laura, probably they're all kind of like not so sure about him right now. And Estelle is very much like we need to, you know, practice kindness. We got to give him a chance, be patient with him. She's very much like, let's 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 give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So the next scene we go to Eddie and Easy C. They're both in the kitchen. Um, They're sitting at the table kind of talking. And then we hear the sound of bees outside. Um, We don't know what's going on, but Urkel runs inside in a beekeeper outfit. It gets a huge audience, like, applause, by the way. Of course, it's Urkel. And uh, 
he had a little mishap with his killer bee experiment that he was doing, and they are out of control. Yeah, and that's that never, this never goes anywhere at all. That it's just it's kind of just a thing that happens here for some reason. I guess because they had to give Urkel some some airtime. Yeah, so Eddie introduces um, Steve and Easy C to each other. Uh, Steve is very quick to correct uh, the grammar of Easy C. And uh, we find out EZC only wants to do uh, one thing, and that's go meet some girls. And he wants Eddie to uh, take him around town. Yeah, he wants Eddie to find a car so they can go cruise and find ladies. Also realizes that he's out of smokes. Uh, or he has one, one cigarette left, and he, so he bumps 10 bucks off of Eddie. Well, he wants 20, person. right? And then, He wants 20. And he's like, oh, I got 10. Then probably costs like three bucks, and he ends up taking 10. And then he's like, you, can, you can owe me my other 10 later is what he tells him. Right. Right, right. So EZC heads out. We go to a next scene a little later back in the kitchen where Estelle is doing a puzzle with, um, I think, uh, Richie, Judy, maybe uh, Laura's in there as well. This Laura's point. there, too. It's all the kids except for Eddie, basically. So we also find out that Estelle's going to be watching the kids tonight. Um, Harriet and Carl are going out to a little dinner theater. and uh, Rachel's going to. Rachel and is going Rachel. to. She comes downstairs, and then uh, Eddie and EZC come in. And uh, Eddie tells the uh, tells his parents that they want to go out cruising and uh, they want to borrow the car. Yeah, McLaren's is wearing like a Arsenio Hall's wardrobe. <laughs> um, so Carl's like, uh, no, Eddie, I told you last night you couldn't use the car. Uh, we're going to a dinner theater show tonight, so you can't do it. And then Easy C and Eddie uh, get up and get mad and uh, go into the living room. Yeah, and and Clarence is is really upset. He's like, I'm just gonna. I'm going to find my own car. I'll, I'll show you how we do this. And just walks out the house. Yeah, he just walks out. So back into the kitchen. Um, Eddie's now doing the puzzle all by himself. Uh, Urkel comes over. He's like, where's EZC? He might, he might have said Clarence. But uh, then at this point, uh, EZC shows back up. He now has uh, a different outfit on. He's not wearing the Arsenio Hall outfit. It looks kind of like a red and black like uh, uniform almost. Yeah, it's like a red blazer. And uh, he tells them that he got a car. So they're like, what? You got a car? And then uh, <laughs> they go off. They go into the garage. And it's a Ferrari, right? It is a Ferrari. It is a Ferrari with two women in it. Red convertible Ferrari, two women inside. And he's like, where did you get these girls? He's like, I got them from a bus stop. And Steve's like, well, where did you get the car? And he's like, well, I borrowed it from a valet. And he kind of tells him kind of a quick version of the story that he just saw. Uh, pretended Pretty to be a valet. Up. And then a uh, car pulls up, takes the car. Good to go. Yeah, yeah, and just so we uh, just so we know, the women are there's there's two women. There's Onisha who, for whatever reason, ends up showing up in multiple episodes as the same character. I'm not quite sure how that's oh, going to play. Okay. Yet. But more importantly, the other one is ha- I'm, I'm going to mispronounce this name, eh, but okay. ha- Hawana, and uh, Hawana is actually Vivica Fox. Um, oh, she doesn't. She's not in any more episodes, but but that was a very young Vivica Fox that was oh, okay. in that. Episode. Is Clarence anyone important? No, I mean, he's the not actor, a ton of stuff, like, yeah. but no one, nothing, nothing really that nothing I thought huge. was worth, okay. yeah, worth kind of pointing out. All right, so um, Steve tells uh, Eddie it's wrong that uh, EZC stole this car. Can't do that. Yeah. And Eddie's like, uh, "Well, we're gonna ha- we're gonna go do this. I'm going with him. We're gonna go cruise some uh, the streets, pick up some girls, with the girls we already have." And EZC at this point picks up Urkel. They all get into the car and. Uh, I, I can't remember if it's Urkel or who says something at this point, but someone says, like, who? what could go wrong? Uh, I do want to stress, when you say he picks up Urkel, like, he forces Urkel into the car and says, you're coming with us, because that way, if we get in trouble, you're part of it, and you can't 
you can't rat us out, which is just a dumb dumb theory. But they essentially kidnap Urkel to be a part of of what's going on. Yeah, and I'm assuming it was Eddie that says what could go wrong at this point, and it goes quickly from this scene to them getting their mug shots done in jail, all three of them. Right. Yep, and it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, because um, the the did, actor that played Clarence was in a show called VIP. What was it? oh the Pamela Anderson show? He was on, he was a he was a character on that show oh. on all all the episodes. He was in Living Single for a few episodes. Yeah, pretty good career. He still has a good career. Malcolm in the Middle. No, not Malcolm in the Middle. I don't know why I said that. He seems like a fine actor. He's good. Um. So yeah, after we see everyone get their mug shots done, we then go to the living room where the whole family's talking about what happened. Apparently, he, uh, Carl got the inside from jail because he works as a police officer. He's and uh, the doorbell rings, and it's Murktog, and uh, he brings Eddie and Easy C back home. He said he dropped uh, the nerd off at the nerd house next door. And, uh, yeah, and he tells Carl uh, the owner of the car is actually going to drop the charges, and he owes him big time for doing this for him. Yeah, that's pretty generous. I guess, though, if the car doesn't have any damage and you get it back pretty quickly, there's, I mean, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know if I would drop the charges, but he was nice to do so. So Murtaugh leaves and uh, Carl takes Eddie into the kitchen while Harriet stays in the living room with Easy C so they can both have separate conversations with the boys about what happened. Right, right. So I think we get um, Harriet's conversation first with Easy C and she's like pretty tough on him and uh, yeah, Easy C just like doesn't say anything, just like ignoring her, kind of like giving her side eye, rolling his doesn't eyes, care. that kind of thing. Yeah. And then she's like, you know what? If you want to be a grown up, you don't mess with other people's families and their families' lives. This isn't cool. Um, he, he, she's like, you have one chance. Do you have anything you want to apologize for? Are you sorry for anything? He's like, I'm sorry that uh, that I got caught. And she's like, pack your bags. You're going back to Detroit. Get out. Get, get out. out of this house so that's going he's on he's kind of upset about that yeah he like he was like, surprised that uh, he like cowers a little bit but he doesn't he doesn't ever say he's sorry yeah so he goes upstairs we can go to the kitchen now we get uh carl and eddie's conversation which you expect to be carl kind of coming down on eddie kind of similar but instead right. it's eddie like admitting to everything and apologizing for everything and just knows that he deserves whatever uh punishment he's about to get and I couldn't tell if this was a strategy by Eddie. I don't like think it was. I don't think it was either. I think that it was genuine, but it it was hard to tell at first. Yeah, so he's like uh he does he tells Carl that he doesn't know why he actually did it. Like um he was just it was just kind of like a spur of the moment kind of thing, but um he knows that Easy C uh isn't cool and he's so disappointed in himself and uh the conversation kind of ends with instead of Eddie sitting down and Carl talking to him standing up, they kind of switch positions and uh, Carl ends up sitting in the chair while Eddie takes his punishment or kind of gives himself his own punishment and then walks, tries to walk out of the room. Well, he doesn't give himself any punishment. He yeah. just kind of acknowledges that, that, you know, this is the situation, but yeah, he tries to walk out of the room and Carl's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Yeah. And so Carl says your punishment is that every Saturday, for the rest of the year, you have to do Meals on Wheels. Starts bright and early tomorrow morning at what? Was it 5.30? 6 a.m., I think, yeah. 6 a.m., something like that, yeah. So he's like, all right, I get it. So Eddie goes upstairs. Harriet comes into the kitchen. Um, Harriet and Carl discuss uh, what happened and how their conversations went. And uh, the two of them just agree that they uh, they have a good kid that were with Eddie. Yeah, and I was surprised. 
Because what I was expecting to happen based on what happened earlier in the episode was that Estelle was going to be a part of this conversation and say, hey, look, the reason that the reason that that Clarence is here is because he's having a tough time in Detroit. This was a mistake. We need to work with him, be patient with him and help okay. him as opposed to sending him back to Detroit where it's just going to be worse for him. I thought she was going to kind of come in as the like as the kind of you know nice figure, but she doesn't. And they just it just ends with them saying he's gone. We're sending him back. What would you have done as a parent? I have no idea. I, <laughs> I can I can't even imagine what I would what I would do in that position. I know I know that if I would. Would easy C be going home right now? I think that there, I think there would have been a more a longer conversation. Okay. Um, and obviously, there's a lot of things that we don't know because they talk about in the beginning of the episode. The reason he's coming to visit them in Chicago is because of issues in Detroit, and he, he needs to get away. So, I don't know, man. I I don't have I don't have enough information. I mean, we haven't seen the next episode. We haven't seen Easy C actually leave yet, have we? So, I mean, who, no, who knows? He, he's not around anymore. He's right. gone. Thanks for the spoiler. No worries. no worries. All right, so it does show um, up in dinosaurs, though. Oh, good. For what it's worth, yeah. As as real life, as as easy C or no, 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 not as not as easy C. Okay, so uh, a little later, we've got Laura coming into the living room. Um, Steve comes over and um, he's like crying and acting like he's so ashamed and how he missed the sight of her the entire time he was in jail, which was what like an hour or two, maybe. Maybe a few hours at most. And all he wants is a kiss from Laura to remind him that he's a man. And he tells them to at this point that uh, he was scared straight in prison. And uh, he even <laughs> saw a man with a uh, a battleship tattoo on his tongue. And he like his sticks tongue. out his tongue. And she shuts the door on his face. And he like cries in pain with like the door hitting his tongue, I guess. And then that's it. That's the end of the episode. That's all there was. No more killer bees. Yeah, that's true. They, I feel like they did. They mention them again or no? I do feel like there was a mention, but for no like reason. of him just, just going back outside. Like, let me go check on. Oh, bees. there was a, on that scene. Yeah, yeah, there definitely. Was I think that's it. Mentioned. Yeah, yeah, because I think they were attacking one of the neighbors, and he went out to help. <laughs> all right, so next up, uh, it's Baby Talk, season two, episode fourteen. The name of the episode is Requiem for a Lightweight. Yes. And uh, our little intro clip is uh, Mickey and some girl, and uh, they're talking. They're, Mickey's like the uh, the boss, and the girl is like someone that's applying for a job or first day on the job or something. Yeah, he's like interviewing this this little girl. Yeah, and they did a pretty good job, I thought, of like uh, adding the uh, the dialogue after they see how her mouth moves because she just uh. like makes this like mouth that they put in for like uh, I don't know kind of that's fair that's fair sure yeah all right so she makes Mickey mad and Mickey boss Mickey's like go take a break and then that's (laughs) it for that so you literally we've spent more time talking about it than it actually lasted yeah yeah so theme song come back to uh, Mickey and James they're in a boxing gym and uh, James is talking to Mickey about working out and like uh, he's like lifting weights at this point and then uh, he even puts, like, little gloves on Mickey. We see uh, Susan and Maggie are also at the gym. It looks like they're doing judo, right? That's what it looks like she's doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then um, some guy calls uh, James sad for because uh, he recognizes him. I guess he used to work out at his gym. He calls him sad because he hasn't been at the gym for a while. And yeah. he's like, oh, the other stuff got in the way. And, and James like, yeah. And yeah. the guy's like, that's sad. So I think he walks off and then Maggie comes over and uh, it's judo. Really, it's all really strange. Judo throws James for no reason. Then they start rolling yeah. around on the floor together. And then uh, that other dude, we find out his name here is Elliot. He comes back over 
and uh, makes fun of James once again, I guess for being thrown by a girl or something. And uh, then Elliot immediately tries to uh, hit on and take Maggie from James. And Maggie immediately is like, no, I get away from me. I have no interest in you whatsoever. Yeah. And then immediately after this, James then challenges Elliot to a boxing match. And then they immediately get into the ring and start fighting. Yeah, I mean, it's just like one after another. No, no, uh, nothing in between. Yeah, so James tells Elliot that he used to box in college, and uh, he tells him, you got one more chance. If you want to apologize and leave, you can do it now. They cut this scene. They come back. Now we've got James in the apartment, ice on his face, bruises everywhere. Beat up. Maggie trying to take care of him. Uh, Tony and Mickey are there watching, and... Uh, James tries to tell Tony that he fought hard and uh, he had a good fight, but Mickey's just there, not actually vocalizing, but in his thoughts, just talking about how poorly James did and got the crap beat out of him. It lasted half a round. Yeah, half a round. And uh, then Maggie asked Tony to go check with his mom, see if she's got an ice bag for him. And then uh, Maggie tells James that he was stupid for fighting. And James is like, well, I had to defend you. And she says, you weren't fighting for me. You were fighting for yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. So Anita comes back over. Um, She's got some food for James. She says it'll make him feel better. And uh, James is like, well, don't worry. I'm going to win the rematch. And Maggie's (laughs) like, rematch? When did you even talk to him? He's like, well, when I was down on the ground, I challenged him to another match. But it's okay. Like, all I need is a little more time. I need to train a little bit. And in two weeks, I will be able to beat him up. And she's like, well, two weeks from now, that's when we're going to go see Miss Saigon. And uh, she's like, you can't do that. And he's like, well, why don't you go to Miss Saigon? I'll uh, go to this fight, fight him, and then uh, you can meet me in the like, second round, or I'll come meet you. No, in he's the second gonna meet, act, he's gonna right? meet her at the yeah at the at the second half of Miss Saigon. But like two weeks, like what's gonna change in two weeks? What are you what are you gonna do in two weeks? It's gonna make make a difference yeah i don't know but uh at this point too maggie's like uh you want this i want this maybe we're just not right for each other and then james actually agrees and just walks out of the apartment <laughs> they broke up yep so they've now broken up no more james and, and maggie <laughs> after it was nice spent while it lasted tw- the last 13 episodes trying to build up this relationship so three days later um we find out that maggie and james still have not spoken Um, Susan's there with her and uh, reminds Maggie that she needs a date still for Miss Saigon and uh, Susan suggests that she just find another guy it's also going to help her stop thinking about James which Maggie is still obviously doing yeah yeah she's like just get back on the horse and ride Um, then we go to uh, our training montage I don't think we mentioned that uh, Tony's going to be training um, that's right yeah Tony is the trainer James and uh, we get like the Rocky music and it's full Rocky montage you've got uh, Tony riding the bike with uh, James like doing something behind him trying to catch up and uh, just a bunch of like park scenes like Central Park I guess like running around riding bikes that kind of thing and it very much starts as like James can't do anything. He's trying to chase Tony on the bike, but he can't and he collapses and then he tries to steal Tony's bike. And there's this whole bit where like a guy walks by and you get the impression that he thinks that James is trying to actually steal a bike from a child. Um, but, you know, he gets better. Yeah. And there's a and scene then, in there, too, where like um, he collapses in the apartment, like right, right. on the floor as he comes in. And then Maggie and Mickey come out of the elevator he like quickly tries to pretend like he's doing push-ups and they kind of just like walk over him and walk out the door. Still don't right. say anything. Right. 
All right, so then uh, from here, we are back in the apartment. Maggie is still trying to find a date. She's just, like, calling random dudes on the phone. And uh, there's some more training montages. Uh, then back to more asking out people for a date. Then more training. And James is progressively getting better and better. And, yeah, he is. And Maggie is, is having no luck whatsoever. Uh-huh. So then we go to uh, Larry Murphy's sports bar. Susan has taken Maggie there. Shows them arrive, and Susan is trying desperately to find Maggie a date. She's like, you got to try all these different techniques. Talk to him about sports. Pretend like he likes sports. Go play darts with them. Uh, Maggie ends up throwing a dart probably at some random guy's head. And uh, Maggie's just really bad at flirting and and isn't having any luck yeah, at all. Yeah, she even tells Susan. She's like, look, I can't do this. And Susan's like, well, um, you got to just try. I mean... This is what you need right now. Then there's more training montage after this. Even more. Right. Right. Then we go back to the apartment. Um, Maggie has a babysitter for Mickey, some girl that we've never seen before. I, she probably she, ends up being Vivica A. Fox's daughter or something like that. Did you recognize her at all? No. Who is she? She's one of the kids from uh, from uh, Home Alone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. One of the, like, you know, one of like, the cousins or whatever they were. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly which one now that you mention it. Yep. Well, yeah, I mean, she's got that big head of curly hair, so it's hard to start to miss. But Yeah, and uh, Maggie quickly finds out that this babysitter is way too much of a hippie for her. And she's like, look, here's some money. Just get out of here. Like, she's like, <laughs> she won't even let her, her right watch there. Mickey. So she sends her home, um, tells Susan, look, just go see Miss Saigon. I'm going to the gym. I got to see James. Yeah, she's worried. So we're in the gym. The fight's about to start. Is this ref anyone that I should know? Because he looks so familiar. Yeah, that's because he was in the last episode. He was actually a different. He was one of the. He was one of um, the poker buddies from the last oh, episode. Oh yeah, the one that kept going to the bathroom, right? But he had a different name. Uh, he was Bill in the last episode, and now he's Tommy in this episode. <laughs> all right, so Maggie, Susan, and Mickey all arrive right before the fight starts, and Maggie does have the chance to talk to James, and she's like up on the apron, and James. That's is, so annoying. This is such an annoying conversation. Like talking to her about like hey, I'm here to support you, but if you really support me, you wouldn't fight, right? Yeah, it's such, it's so, it's so annoying because she's like, I'm here to support you. And he's like, oh, that's great. I'm glad you made it. And she's like, don't you want to say anything? He's like, what? And she's like, well, I told you I supported you. Shouldn't you support me and tell me that you don't want to do? And it's like, why even show up? Like, what what are you you doing, Maggie? This is and Elliot during this whole thing Elliot's just like come on let's fight let's do it and like he comes over and walks over to James and James just turns around and just punches him straight in well, the face well no he starts to grab at Maggie and that's why oh is he that like what happened reaches out and like grabs her arm and that's why he turns around and knocks him out yep yeah. knocks him out in one punch um, and then for some reason even though the fight hadn't even started everyone in the whole entire gym celebrates and picks James up on their shoulder on his, their I feel like they did like, not like Elliot so. yeah but the thing is like when the fight started they were all like yeah let's go team Elliot like all behind know, him and then as soon know. as he got knocked out it's like yeah screw that guy Maybe they're bandwagon bandwagon fans yeah I guess so so everyone's celebrating in the gym uh, we go back to the apartment one more time um, James says that uh, he fought for her and uh, Maggie said is that what he said I guess that's what I wrote yeah yeah James yeah, that, said yeah, yeah. And Maggie's like, well, we can't fight each other anymore. This has to stop. And then they kind of, like, get joking around a little bit. And James, like, challenges Maggie to uh, throw him. 
he was expecting it, so he was able to block her, and then she does it again, which he wasn't expecting it. She flips him over, and then they just roll on the ground, kiss until Mickey walks behind the couch and sees him. And yep. that's kind of it. He's like, I want to play too. Yep. Sure. And then one more final clip of him and that other baby playing in the office. Right. Yeah, so that's our shows this week. Um, neither of them were great. They were okay. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Did you like one know. particularly better than the other? Like, I don't feel mm-hmm. like a whole lot happened on either of them. I mean, I don't know. I, I I would say I prefer the the Family Matters over the over the um yeah the other one. Baby Talk's the name of the show that we're watching. Thanks. Yeah, Baby yep. Talk that one. Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess I, like I agree. I didn't love them. Um, I mean, we get Urkel in a B outfit. We get James boxing, kind of. Eh. Yeah, not, nothing much. Really. Yeah. What do we got coming up next week if we make it that far? Yeah, so we actually have a big thing next week. Okay. Uh, so we got a new show next week. Uh, it will be the debut of Billy, which replaces, I guess, Perfect Stranger. I mean, not a guess. It replaces Perfect Stranger. Is this the camp show uh, or is that a different show? No, that's a different one. That's, okay. that's Camp Wilder. That's Who's in Billy? Anyone here. we should know? So I'll, I'll give it, give me, I'm Look, it, I'm excited. It's a new show. I'll tell you about it. So first of all, we do have a new episode of Family Matters, season three, episode 16. Step-by-step Step reruns again. Baby Talk Season 2, Episode 15. And then in the 9.30 slot, we have a show Billy. Uh, Billy stars Billy Connolly, who, from what I can figure, his most notable role is Boondock Saints, Il, Il Duce on, on Boondock Saints. I've never seen Boondock Saints, so I don't know if that's a memorable character. He's in a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Irish actor. Um, the show is He's actually, not William Dafoe, and he's not the not guy William from Defoe. Walking Dead, so he probably doesn't matter. I don't know. Um, the show was actually a spinoff, though, of Head of the Class, which he was a he was a oh. teacher on Head of the Class. Oh, he's a Head teacher. Okay. Yeah. And so he uh, he now moves to um, he, he basically is he's already in America, but this is him having his own show uh, when um, when the show when the school in Head of the Class shuts down. He may he moves to uh, California. This is very like just the ten of us. Yeah, that's moves what I was to California. Um, he, and this is where it is a little bit different. He ends up marrying a, a woman, um, basically, so he doesn't get deported back to the UK. So she's got kids. You know, they're married for for non real purposes. Show last thirteen episodes. I think seven of them are on TGIF. We have them. We'll watch them. Um, Do we have to watch all thirteen? I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We like it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think we, I, I don't anticipate that that's going to happen, but okay. we'll certainly watch the full seven that we're on TGIF um, and it starts next week. So there's, uh, let's see who else is in it. Uh, Marie Marshall is the, is the the woman. I don't really know who that is. She doesn't have a link on Wikipedia. Here's an important question I, for you right now. If our listeners want to watch along with us, are they able to? They're going to have a tough time finding okay. it. Um, I, there, there might be some episodes on YouTube. I, we got it from our, our source, you know, our source. So it's going to be tough um, if you want to watch it. But like I said, take a look on YouTube. You might find some stuff. Uh, other people that are in the show, um, Johnny, I don't know how to say his name. Uh, Galecki. No, no, Johnny Galecki, who you know from, he was the, he was the son in, in Roseanne. He's, he's in it as well. So the older son. The old, there was an older son in Roseanne? Yeah, 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 there was an older son. Whew, it's not long it's been since I've watched Roseanne, I guess. Oh, you know what? I don't think he was his son. I think he was, now that I'm not... I'm, Darlene's I'm boyfriend? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time since I've watched um, Roseanne. But I, I think you're right. I think he was Darlene's Darlene's boyfriend, not not the older son. I don't think, I think you're right. There was no older son. Was he in Big Bang Theory? Or is that not the same guy I'm thinking of? 
Dude, I don't know. I don't know. David Healy was his name in David. Roseanne. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's he wasn't Big Bang Theory. Yeah, he was. He, yeah. I've never seen Big Bang Theory, but yes, he was that guy. He Leonard Hofstadter. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And he's in this show, yeah. Billy. He is in Billy. He's he's he is a son, one of the sons in in Billy. Okay, he's got to be yeah. like teenager, I guess, at this point. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's good. All yeah. right. Well, cool. yeah, that's coming up. Uh, make sure you're following us on all social media at TGIF Cast so you can get all the updates of what we're watching. And yep, yep. Uh, thanks once again to Shannon for the theme song this week. Yeah, Shannon, thanks. Um, I guess we'll get ready and go on this little trip, right? Yeah, we got to jump on a train. So yeah. let's let's do that. Have a good week, Steve. Choo choo. Uh, you got it, dude. <laughs>